So I'd like to bring to light a pattern that I became aware of in myself over the last few days and really yesterday. And today I've got words for it. And that is that what I've noticed in relationship with other people that one of the fears that's always present for me is the loss of connection with the person that I'm with. And so what I end up doing with people that I'm spending time with is that I grasp for connection or some form of intimacy with them as a means to feel more comfortable with myself. And what I'm noticing in my more intimate relationships where there is more sharing than I'm familiar with, with you, Heather. Okay. Okay, gotcha. Um, so what I'm noticing in my relationship with you is that when we're together and I don't feel that connection, I grasp for it. And I'll say something to get your attention or say something in hopes for some sort of a response, some sort of acknowledgement, something to where I feel you energetically reach back and make some sort of connection with me or validate me somehow. And what I'm now aware of is that when I do that, you, there's, and this is just a, my sense, I don't know what your true reaction is to this, is just my sense, is that, that there's, um, there's something inside of you that, that senses the inauthenticity of where I'm coming from that I'm grasping rather than grasping for a place of untruth and grasping from a place of separation rather than coming from a place of the connection that's true between us and more so the connection that's within myself. And so um, so then rather than getting the response that I'm looking for, that I'm searching for in that moment, um, you give me something else. Cool. Mm -hmm. Was there more about that before I share? Um, well, this all happened what, because... That's what I've got right now. Yeah. Because of something that I said this morning. Yeah, it is. Which prompted... I think prompted the realization mm -hmm. and that was from my uh, insights this morning, right? Mm -hmm. Which was, all right. Um, the insight was that, well, our, we are creators. Mm -hmm. Uh, we literally create our human experience on the physical plane. We, mm -hmm. we, we orchestrate every experience. I believe it's been my experience that our, our acknowledgement of, of us being the cause of our experience and taking responsibility for that gives us the opportunity to actually transcend what we believe is anything negative 
or experience in our being of something that is uncomfortable or unpleasant or anything less than love. Uh, I be- well, the truth is, is there is only love and that every experience, even if it's uncomfortable, is giving us an opportunity to learn something about ourselves, right? And then if we believe that to be true, that we are creators, then our words speak to that which we are creating. Mm -hmm. And so when we speak our words out into the world, for other people to hear, they either create resonance or dissonance. Mm -hmm. And I think that what I was feeling from some words that were being spoken is the dissonance. And because I see and know you as your source energy, because I've been able to see so clearly through your eyes, I know in my body and my being when it's not coming from source of truth and authentic power, as Gary Zukov would say. Power within ourselves versus power that we seek from external validation mm-hmm. of who we really are, mm-hmm. which is, is a challenge to be with, especially when you know someone's authentic self mm-hmm. when you've been in the space of authenticity sharing that space it's a familiar space that you cannot forget so I think what I was recognizing is that uh, we have the responsibility to uh, choose our words consciously always especially when you're aware and you have a meditative practice and whatever I'm assuming everyone who's listening does they understand the importance and the value of their words and if for instance we only have a limited amount of time here on the planet and you knew that your words were literally creating your reality would you then choose them more carefully to make sure that they're coming from source. Yeah. And also not only just choosing those words, but understanding that what's happening in the moment is for the highest purpose of the relationship and for the individuals, because what we have is a container between you and I, we have a trust and an agreement to continue to grow and to continue to lean into what's not comfortable for the realization of truth, no matter what that looks like. And one of the pieces in that is the give and the take of it all. And when, when to be giving or, and when to, or not take, but receive and when to be receiving. And so what I, what I can say is that it can be tremendously or confronting when, um, 
when I'm saying something that I'm just think I'm saying when I'm, you know, being myself and then having a reaction or some sort of uh, response that I don't want, but taking the minute to pause and reflect on if there's a bigger truth for me to see in the moment and get over the fact that I'm irritated or don't like what I'm hearing and to just take a moment to see, is there truth in this? Is what you're telling me, is what you're saying to me, is what you're reflecting to me, is it true? Is there something for me to gain here? And taking it in and receiving that so to grow. I think that uh, something that we were discussing yesterday about what is the purpose of this podcast and um, well, we were talking about um, elements of a relationship and what what needs to how to set up or how to best uh, direct people who are choosing to be in a spiritual holy relationship and one of the, the uh, activities that we talked about was uh, determining what expectations that we have. Yep. Um, so, uh, uh, well, it just seems to me that what you discovered was that there was an expectation on your half, on your part. Totally. Of how I might, you would prefer me to respond. Yeah. And so then how do you make peace with that? How did you, how did you, how did you get from feeling that and then getting to where I'm at now, where you're at now? A couple of things. Well, first of all, I want to say that I also realized that I've been surrounding myself with people who give me the responses that I want which enable me to stay in my patterns. <laughs> so <laughs> the first, <laughs> the first element, <laughs> the first element <laughs> on my way out of my own patterns to get the fuck out of my own way <laughs> and grow in the ways that I want to is to, is to choose to trust you to choose to see your divinity and realize that you see my divinity and trust you and trust that what you're seeing through my eyes, through your eyes is truth and leaning into it and trusting that what you're saying doesn't feel good, but also realizing that the ego always goes towards what feels good. Spirit goes towards what's true and that if I'm feeling uncomfortable because of something that you're saying, it's a good thing. Because if I'm in spirit and I'm aligned fully with my divine self, nothing bugs me. If something's bothering me, I'm residing in the ego. And knowing and trusting that you know your God self and therefore you know my God self and we know our God selves together. When you say something to me that is reflective of truth and not what I want to hear. And it makes me uncomfortable. 
I stand in the fire of that uncomfortability and allow it to burn away whatever's there. And that takes a solid commitment to growth and a solid memory of spirit in order for me personally to be able to do that. Can you go a little deeper into that notion of trust, trusting other? Yeah. So for the the trusting of the other, the only, only, only reason I know that's possible is because of what you had mentioned earlier, and that is having a meditative practice and having a connection to source, a connection to my version of source, and recognizing that because I have that resonance in my body, that, that memory, that knowing in my core, that I sense your connection with something that's similar. Knowing how deeply I trust that resonance in my own being, how deeply I trust that truth within my being in one of the most unshakable ways I've ever encountered in my being, seeing that in your eyes, seeing that in your being, has helped me to lean into you, has helped me to trust you. And it also enables me to see when you're not coming from your core as well. But it's, it's the trust that, that matters and it's the trust in alignment with, with, um, with that source that makes it possible. Um, well, one of the things that I would like to highlight is that uh, trust is a, is a inside job. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> it's an inside job. The illusion of trusting other is an illusion. Yeah. Because when we acknowledge that we're really unified, then uh, we must acknowledge that which is we think is separate is really ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so I believe what you're pointing to is a in trust in your relationship with truth, which is which I equate to source, energy, love, and all those attributes. And you have more trust in your connection to yourself than you do to with what is making you uncomfortable. Yes. Yes. So you're literally <clears throat> holding your truth more valuable than whatever it is that you're perceiving in your uh, human experience. And for whatever reason, I get to be the reflection and the resonance of that connection for you while still experiencing the thing that's making you uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And because I'm the one who has created that, established that holy relationship with you every time it comes from me you give it you you lessen the value of the discomfort and being real and you again return to your self as a holy being so that you can see through it like it literally 
melts into a gift or transformed into a gift. Mm -hmm. And so now you've gotten to see what's been missing all along. We both do. And it's, you know, the other part, well, not the other part of that, but just to kind of go into a little something that you had made a comment to right there is that, that we both established the holy relationship. We both, it's, it's a decision uh, that really gets made moment to moment because you're creating, you're creating your own holy relationship with God. I'm creating my own holy relationship with God. Together we're creating our holy relationship with God, with source or whatever, whatever that is to a person. And in that, in that connection, in that reflection, we get to choose what that looks like all the time. And it's a moment to moment choice. And it's not based on anything that was in the past. It's not based on anything that we think we remember about our relationship yesterday. It's what's present right now. Or in another lifetime. Or in another lifetime, which is... Or in the future. Which is the case. Absolutely. Because I remember past lives with you. And there are... I become aware at different times of energetic resonances that we're carrying in specific moments that reflect to those quote unquote past lifetimes, but it doesn't matter because it's our relationship with what's happening in the moment that matters and what we create, choose to create in that moment. And we had the option. We've had the option in the last few months to not be together at all, to not have any connection at all. And We've chosen to have connection. Well, I want to I want to back up a little bit on that. Sure. Like go into that a little bit more. Yeah. Because uh, I think this is perfect for the first episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's a it's a co-creative space that we established and that we're willing to expose mm-hmm. here which was not the intention in the beginning. However, uh, when we, not at all, (laughs) when we first met, um, uh, there was, uh, uh, I think a mutual recognition of something very sacred. And, uh, from my experience was like, it was like walking through an open door into uh, sharing authentically anything. Like the space that I that you created with your listening for me was one that I could share my deepest secrets. And not even like they were secrets, but there was a space... Uh, a space that you were able to hold for me spiritually that no one in the past (laughs) had been able to do. And so I literally, after the first time we hung out, we went for a run and I felt like I dumped 
I literally like dumped out stuff that I'd been holding on to. I remember that. For 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 a long time. Uh uh and I suddenly felt um seen on another level. Uh which was very um it it meant a lot to my heart. And so I didn't I recognized it and didn't know what it was at the time. Um but definitely felt the the impulse to go deeper or to like expand the conversation again. And um there was a little um, well, there was definitely playfulness that I felt I could, there was playfulness and also integrity that, um, and acknowledging, uh, truth in my spiritual experiences that had not been met, met in the past. Uh, I, I wanted to like get to how we got to making a commitment to being in a holy relationship, but um, I don't know. I think it just, I'm not sure what that bridge is, but I know my sense is that it just evolved into that. There was an agreement that went beyond our conscious choosing. Um, because that, what I sense in, in that commitment, that agreement to come together and do this is that, and I see the same thing that, that brought us back together right now during this time. It is that We've both been on these respective paths for the last however long, however many years, 15 years or so, that we kind of decide whatever that we awakened, but that's the whole side story. Um, that we've been on our respective paths of truth and discovering source and knowing God within and, and whatever that's looked like for each of us. A that, lot of work. A lot of damn work, <laughs> right? Yes. A lot of, uh, a lot of. But the integrity that we've each had on our paths brought us to where we're at, to the point where we are ready to come together and not just have that accountability and integrity within our beings, for our beings, and for everyone, but have it expressed through and with another. And, you know, I... I uh, saying keeps coming around every time I think about our relationship is, is, you know, which came first, the chicken or the egg and who knows and, and who really cares. Like we are where we are. And, um, I think there's, and this is just my, my sense of it is that there's something divine that has, that brought us together and that the agreement is made at that level versus what we consciously chose. I think that we're shown what's possible and then we choose to consciously have it or not have it. And 
it can be called a divine relationship or not a divine relationship, whatever it is. But the fact that we consciously choose to agree with what's already established seems to resonate for me. Okay. Uh, so we have 30 minutes. And, oh. um, <laughs> okay. Didn't know there was a, a timer. This is just the beginning. Well, I'd like to, I, I think we can dive deeper into that at some point, but I, I would like to share one thing about what you just said uh, about our coming together. And that is that, cause I, this feels important is that um, when I saw you surrender your truth, and that's how it felt to me, when I, when I saw you surrender your truth and I saw the level at which you were willing to be vulnerable, and... You saw or you heard? I saw, heard, felt. I knew. I knew. My body knew. My thoughts, I just knew. I saw, I knew that, and I, it allowed me to do the same. It allowed me to become more intimate with myself because I saw where you were willing to go. And in that way, I, I've, it's like we created the container for us to explore with. Okay. Well, <laughs> that about sums it up for episode one. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> um, actually, this is a this is a what is it called? A foreshadowing of foreshadowing. Sure, of, foreshadowing episode. Yeah, of uh, I guess to get people engaged on yeah. a level of what it looks like. Mm-hmm. What does it really look like to be in a holy relationship? What does it feel like and how do you navigate um, in it consciously? And uh, maybe we'll, well, yeah. Anything else? I think we'll explore a lot more a lot later and probably expound on a couple of things we just touched upon today. So, uh, welcome to Holy Relationships. I'm Gail. Gail. Yes, you are. (laughs) This is Gail. (laughs) And I'm Heather. (laughs) Okay, we didn't plan that at all. Did not plan that. And... It's probably the truth. Probably the truth. So thanks for listening. And um, this is our first episode and we'll be fumbling around for a while. But if you are interested in connecting, uh, where do we tell them to go? Uh, We'll get back to you on that (laughs) in future episodes. (laughs) Or there'll be a link somewhere. There'll be a link. Wherever you linked to get here. So uh, happy trails, happy holy relationships, and until next time, we say, aho, let's uh-huh. go. <laughs>